Hey everyone, it's Sailor, or you can call me Professor Pizza. I hope you're sitting down and don't have a full bladder because in this episode, hilarity ensues. Tonight we have guests Erica and Amy from the Lounge Experience Podcast. They're with us to talk about their journey, their home state of Jersey, which by the way is also the home state of Matt and right next door to my OG home state, New York, New York. We talk cigars. We talk about drinking whiskey out of hotel room cups. We talk about things Jerseyites love. And then there's the pizza bomb. Oh, we also talk about my favorite band, Bon Jovi. That was sarcasm. So pour yourself a dram, grab a slice, strap yourself in and enjoy the show. Hey, this is Sailor. Welcome to another episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome. How you guys doing tonight? What's up? Good. Hey, Sailor. Doing good. Great. Doing well. Fantastic. Amy, you really want to do the whole thing, don't you? Do it. Go ahead. I, I do, <laughs> do it. it. Go, go, go. Do good it. morning. <laughs> good afternoon. Good evening. Good to in Australia. Yeah. We are live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're wondering what in the fuck is going on here, we have some special guests with us tonight. And I have a feeling there's gonna be a lot of laughing, some laughing crying. I'll be blowing my nose a lot and hopefully won't pee my pants. This is a regular theme on Metal Rock and Whiskey. My listeners know. We have two fan fucking tastic guests with us tonight from the Lounge Experience podcast. Please welcome Erica and Amy. Hello, We're so happy to be here, you guys. Thank you so much for having us. I'm so us. excited. Happy to have you guys. Happy to have you. We yeah. are psyched to have you on the show. Um, listeners, They, um, these two ladies here were very kind enough to have me as a guest on their show. And um, funny little story that I haven't told publicly yet. Uh, they got me at a very weird time in my life. I had just stepped away from the brand that I was working for to start my own brand, Seller Guevara Experiences. I had uh, recently landed in Florida and was kind of feeling this freedom I hadn't had in I don't know when, to be honest, because when you're tied to a brand, you have to be very careful what you say and what you do because you're always representing the brand. And even though it may not look like I was always being careful about what I said and what I did, trust me, I was. And trust me that my 
um, the boss was always watching and listening and was okay with most of what I was doing and saying. And when they weren't, they would let me know. So there, here I was, I had this newfound freedom and they're like, Hey, why don't you be a guest on our show? And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me to talk about? And they're like, well, whatever you want. Mm-mm, don't say that to sailor. <laughs> You did talk about whatever you yes, wanted. Yes, and we loved I, it. I did. I did. We, we, we did. It was so much fun to have you on, and you gave us a different perspective and the amount of feedback that we got from our listeners. They were like, who is this woman? Yeah. Like, she's been, she's. It was pretty epic. It, it was really good. I mean, you have history in the spirit industry, and, you know, you, you have history in the cigar industry as well now. And um, to to have you on our show means a lot is, you know, you, you could have said no. And uh, we just wanted to have that platform for others to be able to talk and um, just get different people that are, that the people that really want to learn and just have, they have open minds and they welcome everybody. It's a safe space. And it was a very safe space for you. So it was uh, very safe. Yeah. It, that's exactly what it felt like. And I was, I was so excited to be on the show and I, and I, I have gone back and listened. Finally, I don't like to listen to myself talk. And I did. And I was like, I really pulled that <laughs> carpet back. Didn't I? Damn. Okay. But you know what? I was fed oh, up yeah. and it needed to happen. And I'm glad it did. And it felt very freeing. So thank you for that. Um, very welcome. So now here we have you guys uh, with us tonight. And we have a very special show lined up. I mean, we pulled out all the stops, you guys. So I am really excited to um, to get into this. So Ed, what are we doing tonight? All right. Well, I am clearly outnumbered here tonight because of this uh, <laughs> subject. We are going to be discussing, uh, in particular, uh, New Jersey music artists. Okay. And being yeah. that I am the lone Midwesterner here in this group, everyone else has ties to New York, New Jersey, Boston, that whole area. So I am expecting to learn a lot more than I can contribute <laughs> tonight. Wait, we are two, though. We are two, though. What, and I'm going to tell you the honest truth. <laughs> I think that I'm the one that is going to participate the least. We'll see about that. We'll see. We'll see about that. To be honest with you, Just when you it wait. comes to music, I'll listen to it. I will enjoy it. But knowing everything, anything and everything possible about it, <laughs> nothing so i'm sorry but you'll be all right okay, we, we don't know we don't know anything either we're, you know. we're just they don't know right? they don't know shit you we guys we've our way through 120 episodes this is true, this is true. we're here for it too yeah. we're here for it too <laughs> no i'm no excited I'm, I'm so excited so well um there's there's a reason why our show is named the way it is isn't that right, Matt? That is right, Sailor. That is right. And as I always say, uh, although whiskey is the third word in the title of our show, it is not the least important. Um, so this is the part of the show where we go around and get into what we are drinking tonight. And also what a few of us might be smoking as well. For you watching on YouTube, uh, there are a couple of us that are outside, as you can see. Um, but we usually start with our guests when we have guests. So what are our guests of honor drinking tonight? 
All right. So uh, we are drinking. Well, I'm drinking mm. Uncle Nearest 1856. Um, Lovely. It's awesome. Really good. It's really it's good, isn't it? Really good. <clears throat> I've been taking my time with this bottle. It's, it's just so good. <laughs> Don't take your time. Just it's sip a sipper. It's a it's, it's a slow it's a sipper. sipper. I like it because sometimes, especially you guys probably understand when smoking cigars and and drinking a cocktail or just you know something neat or on the rocks, it it, it tends to go down a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. but, but with this particular um, spirit, it doesn't uh, as uh, as well as what Amy is drinking now too. Um, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna oh, show sorry. them what, <laughs> that was your cue. <laughs> what you got there, Amy? <laughs> Way to pick uh, up what she I was got, putting down. Wait, I'm like, damn, I'm sorry, I missed <laughs> it. I'm sorry, I missed <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm making all type of faces. She's just like, okay, sorry. They're the professionals. <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's somebody who's a professional, somebody who's a mess. Hey, I'm Amy, gonna... don't feel sorry. bad. I missed the toss on our last episode, so. <laughs> sorry. Big time. You see, man, I, I really like you because you continue <laughs> to make me feel like I'm not alone. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I do. <laughs> so I am drinking Widow Jane 10. Yeah. And Very I'm nice. having it with, you know, something quite special. The Death Star, which is your cocktail that you made, Sailor, oh, a mix, couple of months ago. Mixy mix. I think that was what, June or May? Was it June? May, no, May, because it was May. Star Wars month. Yes, May. May the Force be with you. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was, yeah, that was one of my favorite mixes for sure. It's a coffee-based mix, and I used... Um, chocolate. A, and chocolate, yep, and I used a mm -hmm. local coffee from Florida, um, Coffee by Key, K-E-E. -E. She's kick-ass, and we'll be hearing more from her soon at SGE. But, yeah, that was a fun mix to make. So yeah, I hope so you're I enjoying am, it. I'm I'm loving it, and I told you I love your cocktails. So I wish I had more. Um, uh, what do you call it? The 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 widow mixer for this past. Oh yeah, you can yeah. order it on the website. No, I, I I saw it, and I'm going to order some more. Oh, okay. just, I wish that I had it tonight, honey. <laughs> I just wish I had it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but I'm having that tonight, so I'm excited. They are not paid to talk about my lovely mixes. I swear. No. <laughs> I just give them free stuff. <laughs> and she's that and she's that damn good too. So I mean. she's that good. They are yeah. that good. Right. Yeah, they are that good. So yeah. Well thank you. <laughs> no, they're amazing. All right. Well, Matt, what are you drinking? Well, of all the bottles I have, I only have one thing from New Jersey. And I texted you guys this before we started. So uh, I'm actually drinking Laird's apple brandy. <laughs> yeah, not not something I would typically drink, but like I said, it is from New Jersey. But distillery uh, number one in the entire country. Correct. Wait, I've really? been curious to what? try yeah. that. I've yeah. never had Apple Jack before. So Apple Jack has its apple origins Jack. even before the revolution. So like late mm -hmm. 1600, 1690, mm -hmm. 1695, something like that. Um, and then Laird's was actually, I believe the distillery was founded in the late 1700s. So right after the revolution. Yeah. Um, but it has deep, deep roots in New Jersey, obviously. Um, and this one in particular is actually a single barrel, barrel proof. Ooh. So it's got some kick to it. 121 it's proof. Still family owned as well. 
It is. Yes. Wow. Since the 1700s. Isn't that nuts? Yes. And it, didn't they have like a grocery store first? Wasn't they did. Remember. Yeah. yeah. Like a yeah. general, general store, I guess you would have called it back yeah. then. But many <laughs> generations. Yep. I do have a question. So when you, if, you know, if I can squeeze in a minute, uh, when a bottle says the proof, is it really that, or is it like a, a certain, what do you, what percentage is the actual proof? Is that the right question? I don't know if I'm saying it right, but yes. it says 120, but do you really only get like 80% or... What so does that mean? Yeah, so alcohol by volume will be half of the proof. So if it's 121 proof, 60.5% ABV. Noted. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because nobody could, every every time I asked, it was like, nobody could ever. Yeah. It's just two different measurements for the same, it's yeah. the same thing, but same thing. just kind of, it's like saying Fahrenheit or Celsius, basically. Yeah. It's still yeah. the same temperature. Yeah. It's the same exact And there is, there is history behind proofing. I believe mm -hmm. with gunpowder yes. or whatever they used to do back in the day. So not with gunpowder. Exactly. That's a yeah. that's a that's a fallacy. It started before that, the proofing. Proofing pro proving that there was alcohol in the spirit was done just by lighting it on fire. Just like you would so toasting comes from putting toast inside the wine or whatever it was because it was bitter and it would like soak up all the bitter stuff. Mm -hmm. So proofing you wanted to prove you were proving, right? Prove to me that there's alcohol in this and how much alcohol is in this. And, and it comes from rum. And if you could light it on fire, you knew it was a certain proof. And then you would proof it down from there. Yeah. And that's how you knew. Moonshiners and um, the people that make mezcal, the mezcal distillers, can all, they know how to check proof by the amount of bubbles, how long it takes for them to dis dissipate in the liquid, which is coolest shit to watch what i don't know how they do it they shake it up and you look at the bubbles and they can count and they can tell what the proof is from that it's cr look it up on youtube it's crazy and they're on point every single time hmm. that's that so wild yeah what? i never <laughs> even heard of these shit i've never heard of that <laughs> that's awesome well, there is something. <laughs> there's something new we just learned. I always believe the gunpowder thing, but no, I, I learn something new every day. Still, no. I mean, maybe that happened. But... Gunpowder yeah. proof is that, that obviously related to what you're you're talking about, or is what's the the meaning behind gunpowder proof? Well, well, know, yeah, go ahead, Sailor. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Matt. No, I was going to say that they would they would test it with the gunpowder if it ignited the gunpowder. It was proved to be strong enough. Basically, is what they would say. No, it was proved to be that you didn't want to transport that on your ship along with the gunpowder. Or ah. that, yes. <laughs> more, lo more logically, but yeah. not, but not really. That you don't have to do yeah. that. All you have to do is light, light a flame next to it. You don't have to yeah. add gunpowder to it. That's absurd. <laughs> like, what fucking idiot would do? Think about that. <laughs> this, is, this is the silly, you know, stories that get told. I mean, it's romantic and it sounds cool and whatever. And hey, look, you remember it, and there's some truth to it. So you know. There you no, go. No, History Channel. What can I say? Well, <laughs> isn't the History Channel called the Hitler and Alien Channel now? <laughs> Definitely the, the Alien aliens. Channel. Yes. Yes. Ancient it's so aliens. wild. Yeah. That's one of my favorite memes now. The guy with like the crazy hair. Yes. He's like, hair. Where, What's where up he's, with his hair? He's like, like aliens, dude. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So what's your glass tonight, Sailor? 
so I don't have a glass tonight. I have a can. I'm not drinking beer. I'm drinking Sippany, actually. So um, I've had that. Sippany is a gorgeous. Now stick with me, listeners. Don't <laughs> run screaming. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish saying what I have to say before you're like, "What the fuck happened to her?" <laughs> it is a canned cocktail. Calm down. It's like a canned highball, right? But it's actually real New York rye whiskey with real honey and the perfect amount of bubbles. So the, the your your type of bubbles is so incredibly important in a highball. The Japanese created a machine for your bubbled water, right? It's not club soda necessarily. It's not just sparkling water necessarily. It's like something in between. And so, um, so we had Amanda Victoria on um, with us last month on our Meet the Maker event that I do with my brand, and she told us the story of Sippany, and um, it's just phenomenal. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. It tastes delicious. It's all super real ingredients. I've never liked the um, white claws and that stuff. It's so it just tastes like chemicals to me. And I mean, I like the idea of it, like something light and refreshing in the heat. You know, I live in Florida now in the summer, something low calorie, a little bit lower ABV is nice as well. Like in the afternoon, this is the perfect answer to that, but all natural with actual real rye whiskey. And Amanda comes from the whiskey industry for many, many years. So when it comes to whiskey, she knows what she's talking about. It's absolutely delicious. Um, You can get it online. Um, sip Oni, and uh, it's become my favorite thing with a cigar. Actually, it just goes. It goes really well. With, I don't know why. It just. It's like what I love to drink now when I have a cigar, and so I am drinking that, and I'm uh, smoking a Tabanero that I got when I was in um, when I was in Ybor City in Tampa a few months ago. And walked into this really beautiful little cigar shop and the owner was there. Um, and I got to speak to him a little bit and um, ask him some questions. And he gave me a really nice selection of his cigars. And it's this is a Maduro and it's really delicious. So um, that's what I'm having. Nice. Ybor City is so cool. I've been there a couple times. They've got yeah. this great taco place there called Alaskan Taco Company or Only something one? like that. <laughs> There are many. One that I've been to. They're like every three steps, there's a taco place. That's a great alligator tacos there. Ooh, I would taste that. I would taste that. Alligator tacos. Mm, Alligator meat, it's like light fluffy chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've eaten it. I had it in Northern New Orleans. We had a po' boy with alligator meat. That's disgusting. Nope. Rose. Well, I liked it. Okay. Hey. Hey, well, I'm with you. It's it's You can have all of it. You see, Ed. You see, Ed. You the man, bro. You're the man. He continues. He continues to not leave me alone in this. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and, uh, since you started the great alligator debate, what are you drinking tonight from your hotel room from your plastic cup? Okay. <laughs> it's, and, hey, I wish it was plastic cup. That would be an upgrade <laughs> from my cardboard cup. 
How many shows did I do from a hotel room a couple years ago, you guys? Not even a couple years ago. With the damn paper cups. Oh, it's awful. The bottom always, when you're drinking a spirit out of it, your bottom, you've got to put a timer because you will lose the bottom of the cup. Really I know. Funny. I've got a backup cup waiting just in Smart. case. It just dissolves the bottom of the cup. Yes, it does. Like, eats through it like yes. acid. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, it's it's like a darkening around the edges on the bottom there where it's Damn. it will fall Damn. out. It happened to me once. I wasn't paying attention and I picked it up and I'm so like So if I disappear, you know what happened. <laughs> double cup, baby, double cup. Or take you know the plastic it came in? Jeez. Just do like a 40 ounce and like keep it in the plastic yeah. and just roll it down a little. <laughs> Do you like a juice bag? I'm here with <laughs> solutions. I'm here for it all. <laughs> I bring solutions. I'm a problem I solver. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, it's great. Ed, I figured at, well, at this anyway, point, Ed, I figured you would have taken a Glen Cairn anywhere you went. Well, <laughs> I was planning on to originally, but it's one of those things that I just forgot to pack. Oh, well. I'm That's making well. do. But anyway, as... Uh, Sharp eagle-eyed viewers of our YouTube channel probably noticed by now I'm not in my regular location. And so, yeah, like Sailor said, I am traveling, and I happen to be in the city of Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. So, anyway, <laughs> what, whenever I travel, I like to seek out local spirits. Oh. Uh, find spirits that are made locally with local ingredients. And boy, did I find one. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. <laughs> no. How, how many... I didn't know where you are going to take us, Ed, how many but of I'm, you I'm here for it. are familiar Let with the grain sorghum? Oh. No. Yes. Yes. Of course you would now. Rum. Okay. So for those of you who may not be familiar with sorghum, sorghum is in the grass family like corn and wheat and barley and, and all those. Um, it actually bears somewhat of a resemblance to corn. They We do grow it here in the Midwest, obviously. They grow it in Wisconsin. That's what it's made from. Um, it looks kind of like corn from a distance. If you don't really know what you're looking at, you might just assume it's young corn. It's like It looks like scrawny corn without any ears. Um, and the tassels are a little different. Because uh, they're not tassels, there's that the actual grain is at the top, like uh, wheat and barley and all that. But anyway, this is a whiskey made uh, from 100% Wisconsin sorghum. And apparently they don't actually use the grain from the sorghum. They use the stalks. Hmm. And so it's I guess it would be similar to how they would use the cane in making yep. rum. I've heard of sorghum rum. I mean, that's actually really super historic from New yes. England, but I I don't know that I've heard of a 100% sorghum whiskey. Yeah, this was the first time I'd ever heard of sorghum whiskey myself. So when I saw that, I had to pick up a bottle to try it out. And I'm really glad I did. It's um, And there's kind of an interesting story behind the distillery. Uh, the distillery is in downtown Madison, Wisconsin. It was founded in 2010 by a University of Wisconsin graduate. And um, how they produce it is pretty interesting. He, they use a pot still uh, because they want to retain as much character of the original uh, base as possible. And, you know, it, the, the, the column stills tend to 
I guess, kind of clean up and lose strip flavor, flavor. Yep. drip yep. flavor from. So this is all pot still. And not only is it pot still, but it's a direct fired pot still. It's not uh, heated by steam like most of them uh, are. And what that does is it allows for some caramelization to happen in the yeah. distilling process. And Sailor, you, you can back me up here or correct mm -hmm. me if I'm uh, getting something wrong here, but supposedly it helps with the caramelization and, and, and getting more flavor into the whiskey. Yeah, you don't um, have even heat. So it's yeah. kind of like when you're sauteing in a pan and you have to, you know, if you're sauteing like string beans, you've got to move them all the time. It's a little bit similar to that. But yeah, yeah so you the, heat from the bottom all the way to the top instead of like, you know, spherical heating. Mm -hmm. So I guess they have to, it's a more difficult process. They have to keep agitating it in there yeah, so it doesn't burn. And But anyway, uh, the reward is it's it's a lower proof. It's it's 80 proof. It drinks really easy. Oh, I also, almost forgot. Um, something else I need to mention is what it's called. It's uh, the distillery is called Old, Old Sugar Distillery. And they call this Queen Jenny uh, sorghum whiskey. <laughs> and Jenny. it's interesting because go, <laughs> it's named after there is, I guess, during Prohibition, there was uh, probably the area's most famous bootlegger was a woman. Uh, and her name was Jenny Justo. And I, they have some pictures on their website from the uh, Wisconsin State Historical Society. So she was a real person. This isn't just some made-up story. Uh, so, yeah, she Did was she a boot bootleg by land or by water. I do not know. Probably by land. It being in wait, Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> but I mean, like that whole area, they were getting like... You know, all the states that were near the Great Lakes, you know, or near Canada were like, so she probably got them off the ships and then ran them through on yeah, land. Yeah, probably. I just, I was curious because I've never okay. come across hearing about a woman um, who was like, take, you know, a lot of, there they were ships and boats and things like that. There, I read a really cool book a million years ago about like shipwrecks in the Great Lakes and had no idea. I don't, I was, I had no idea the Great Lakes were like oceans at the time. I mean, I knew it, but I didn't really get it. And there was a bunch of cool stories about bootlegging ships and smaller vessels and stuff. And I was like, oh, damn, how much booze is buried at the bottom of some of the Great Lakes? Yeah. That's Probably awesome. quite a bit. We need but, to um, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you first knows this, it's like you're, your your uh, smell you've just opened like a bag of caramel candy oh. when you're smelling this that's yeah, interesting it's very good it's very sweet on the nose um and you almost get a little get a get a hint of that green grassy note like if you walk out into a cornfield and that you could there's that green smell you could smell you get a little bit of that too uh from the sorghum and um when you first uh take a sip the first things that hits uh, your palate is the brown sugar. Now, this is aged in um, Minnesota oak barrels. Um, so I'm assuming a lot of that, some of that brown sugar comes from, from the wood sugars as well. Um, and you, again, you get that greenness, that grassy note in there too, which is actually rather pleasant. Um, and on the finish, the finish is medium to short. Um, not a super long finish, but it finishes with that, that caramel comes back. And um, I get 
a you really the vanilla really hits you at the end. You get that it's a creamy vanilla, almost like uh, the aftertaste of like a vanilla ice cream. It's really really good. That's so, this would be a great dessert whiskey. That's so interesting because I was thinking when you first said sorghum that it was going to be very green tasting because I know that some of the beers that I've had that have been made from sorghum are mm -hmm. very sort of green and like you said, freshly cut grass sort of tasting. Uh, but the love that they put in with the, with the pot distillation and the direct mm -hmm. fire balances yeah. that out. Yeah. So that, that is really, really interesting. It is. Yeah. So, and I, I think bet that I, helps with it, with the, I'm assuming they're not aging it for like four years or something. No, right? I, I would think it's pretty young. Uh, so I would imagine that help. Yeah. I mean, I, if you call them still that it would probably be super gross young. So the pot still is probably really necessary, I would imagine. Yeah, they don't say how long they age it for. But yeah, it's definitely mm -hmm. aged in um, American oak barrels uh, from Minnesota. Sounds so, good. Uh, yeah, oh, it is good. And this nuts. is, it's a, still very local. I don't think they they don't really have much distribu distribution even outside of the county. Mm. Oh, wow. Can, so, can I see the bottle again? Yeah, sure. If you don't mind. Oh, there's uh, there's Queen Jenny. They're that's lounging so an cool. Old photo that's a, great that's a photo. really good angle. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, nice packaging. Yeah, yeah and it's that's almost awesome. kind of like a I love little bit of a jug. That's cool. The jug. Luck yeah. It. Yeah. That's super is, cool. It's really nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, right. it is. Don't finish awesome. it tonight, Ed. Save us some. I will save you some samples. <laughs> yes. Well, right. Yes. It's quite fun to know that almost every single one of us are actually drinking something that is has something to do with women in some way, right? Widow Jane, yeah. hello. This you is know, Alcaneris, hello. Yep. Hey, Widow Jane. Yes, yeah. woman owned. I love it. I love the. I and love actually, I believe the layered, I think it is um, one of the female descendants if I'm not wrong, is act, is one of the owners of the brand right now. I'll have to look that up to make sure, but I think, I feel like it's like three siblings. So I anyway. believe you're right. I believe you're right. Man, I feel like I see the picture in my head. We're there we go, point. ladies to the front. We are on point. I love it. They've always <laughs> been there. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to pause for one second because I need a pee break. Okay. All right. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Sorry, guys. I'm surprised Amy didn't go first. I was, I was about to say, I think I'm going to take that break, too. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> you got Amy beat. <laughs> All those with small bladders may break. Right? <laughs> All right, now that Sailor has had a chance to take care of her business, uh, <laughs> let's go to Erica and Amy. Um, as we talked about earlier, they both are podcasters themselves. And uh, how about you guys? Would you be able to tell us a little bit about your podcast, where we can find you? 
Uh, yeah. So you can find us. Uh, it's called the Lounge Experience. You can find us on Spotify uh, or iTunes podcasts. Uh, you can also find us. We we do some clubhouse stuff. Um, not lately. A lot of people have kind of ventured off and went back to IG and kind of TikTok. That shit We're not opens a- up by itself. I got Clubhouse for like two seconds. <laughs> And it kept opening up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I hope nobody can hear me. <laughs> I know. Dude, it, it has happened to me so many times. Okay, I feel so – I'm so glad because I've been asking other people. They're like, oh, no, it happens to me, too. I'm like, that's not okay. When it's, it's not. A, it's an app where you're having voice conversations, and it can just open up at will. And and I was, like, talking about pooping or something, and I didn't know this thing was on. Like, I think, I think you need to – I think maybe you need to upgrade your uh, update your phone. Like up. No, I had just downloaded this. Shit. Like, that's all of two months. Listen, I I had to turn off my my notifications from it because oh, I just deleted the shit. Literally, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I still have it, but I'm done. I had to do update up, update my. So we're we're not anyway. On, uh, I didn't mean sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Fine. Go down a, a totally fine. Road. <laughs> a rabbit hole. It wouldn't be an episode of Metal Rock Whiskey without a poop reference. I mean, come on. Exactly. Yeah. True. We've ticked all the boxes. We're talking about peeing in the pants and yeah. pooping now. So we're almost good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just <laughs> no, have vomiting good. on deck and we're all good. And we're good. I think it's just uphill from now. Downhill from now. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you want to. I mean, you want to. Uphill. Up. Hello. This is some classy shit so, right here. The lounge experience. Yeah. Legit. See, that's Ed's job. How would yes. you describe so. the lounge experience? <laughs> this. Amazing. Yep. Pretty yeah. nice. All right. That's all you need to know. So, uh, basically, the, the reason why we wanted uh to start the lounge experience is because there was we felt there was a lot missing in the cigar industry right and we it's like doesn't matter if you're a female male doesn't matter who you are okay it's just there was never a safe space you Mm -hmm. couldn't ask anybody um how to cut a cigar, how, what does this mean about tobacco? Why is it dark? Why is it Connecticut? Oh, I'm a beginner smoker, but why are you giving me a Connecticut smoke? There is, you know, and between Amy and I, I mean, I've been smoking for over 12 years and I have retail background and I have social media marketing background and I've worked with a couple, um, cigar companies in the past and when I started my personal uh, social media page, it was just for the fact that it's like, okay, at that time, we're talking over five years ago, it was just the ass and the boobs of the women, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very similar. It, you know, the spirit industry runs very parallel as well. It's always going to be there. It's going to be there. But the cigar industry, it's so, it's still far behind so they are utilizing it more and more. And it's just like, it was just, it was too much. There wasn't the lifestyle of the cigar culture being represented the way that I felt like it needed 
So with me personally, I said, you know what, I'm going to hire a photographer. We're going to do this right. I'm going to do some crazy stuff and just show the industry the difference. And uh, Amy was doing the same thing. I mean, but in not on social media, but, you know, in the real world on the retail side. Um, and so it with the algorithm and everything on Instagram, your post, and it was very limited. So, and social media can be manipulated. Like your photos can be manipulated. Your words can be manipulated. It was all these, it's just weird. And your message couldn't really get out there the way that it needed to get out there. So, and at the time I was like, you know, we're going back almost three years ago. I said, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts now. I think they're fucking amazing. And uh, I, I, this, this social media thing that I'm doing is not enough. Like, I need to do more. I need to bring some sort of difference some way, somehow. How am I going to do this with some substance? What am I going to do that's going to be powerful and that nobody can, can you know, can touch. can touch or nobody's ever felt in our culture yet. So, uh, and a good friend of mine in the interior design years ago, and I will always, I love David from Studium Inc. in New York city. I fucking love you, dude. He said one day, he's like, Erica, you give great phone voice. And it always stuck with me, always stuck with me. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like, like, no, you have a great phone voice. It's true. I talked to you on the phone. Thank you. (laughs) And so I was, and I put two to two together and I approached Amy and my photographer, Casey. I said, I, this is what I want to do. And, and, uh, Amy's like, I'm down. And Casey's like, you better fucking do it now. And we did our research. There was maybe 17 different cigar podcasts, but let's be honest, like, you know, it it was just old guys talking about padrones and nothing else. It was was nothing. It was was nothing that we could connect with. Yeah. It was the fuck. It and, was nothing that we can connect with. And we kept looking mm-hmm. and searching and searching and we were like, okay. I, okay. But, and, and it was just, you know, we did our research first. We wanted to make sure, and there was, there was only, there was only a few really good, um, cigar podcasts and they're still great. Uh-huh. And the, but the others, it's just, where, where, where are the minorities? Where, where mm-hmm. are the women? Where is this? Where's mm-hmm. that? And when we came in, we didn't come in as, we knew everything. We don't know shit. We're still learning. But the main thing is, is we have questions. Why are these things happening? We are going to challenge you. You can talk the shit that you want to talk about, but we're never going to say that we know. And this is a, this is a fact. We're just curious. So the guests that make sense, make sense. We don't want the manufacturers on the ones that just give us the stories and the legacies and no, 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 no. We're the people that really drive the cigar culture. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's who we started who we started off with. And then you can only do so much in the cigar community because you know every it just kind of starts to just get a little bit boring. What else can we bring in? 
because it is the lounge experience. You guys been to cigar lounges and you guys have talked to many people from different cultures. So what are we going to do now? We're going to switch it up. We're going to have people from different industries, the spirit industry. That's what we went heavy on. Then now producers and actors and musicians and just people from different cultures that we can learn from, but they all enjoy cigars. They all Mm -hmm. enjoy spirits. And it's just, it's a community that we've built and people, people can appreciate because they feel safe. And that's, it's, it's, that's what it should be. Like your community, Mm -hmm. what you guys have built for the past few years. And, and it's something that we, we strive on and we do for fun, right? It's, you know, we, we, it's, it's something that we can look forward to. Like Matt, what you were saying earlier, it's like, this is what I look forward to. This is something that I love and I can appreciate doing with the people that I love and I care about and I'm growing with. Uh Well said. And I agree with a point you made earlier. I do think the cigar industry has a ways to go to catch up with the spirits industry, especially like the whiskeys as far as image goes and everything, because even for me, it's still a little, I mean, for me, when I see a woman with a tumbler or whiskey, I hardly think twice about it, but I'm still taken aback a little bit when I see a woman with a cigar or well, forget about women, even someone under the age of 40 mm-hmm. with a cigar, forget whether it's a woman or a man, just a younger person um, with a cigar is a bit, bit shocking. Um, so yeah, yeah, and sure. definitely like, needed. We always talk on the show about the strides that have been made in the spirits industry. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's two steps forward, one step back. We've talked about the positive. We talked about the negative and you two are warriors because I feel like in that industry, and I know that industry well, you know, from working in spirits for so long and they're always sort of, you know, simpatico hand in hand, yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, so much further behind the eight ball. And uh, what you guys do is incredible. And, Thank uh, you, guys. you know, anything that we can do or anything that, you know, any of the listeners can do to just get your podcast out there and the stuff that you guys are doing, you know, just amplify you it. Guys, yeah. You guys are doing it right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're hanging That's out. That's how it goes, right? Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. connecting the two worlds together it's um that's all we want you know we don't we we, it's not about numbers for us it's just the amount of people that we can connect with because i think it's you know you guys can relate to this it's we've been approached many times like oh how many how many listeners do you have or what are your numbers what are your numbers and i'm like all right, I could tell you, okay, maybe this week we have 300 people that listen. Oh, but that's not a lot. Well, if you take 300 people and put them in one room, that's a lot. That's of a lot of people, yeah. especially <laughs> for something Great niche. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a lot. Of, even, listen, even 20. Yeah. Right. It's, it doesn't sure. matter. Those are your people. That's if they're captive listeners. Exactly. Yes. You know, and yeah. they're that same thing for us. I mean, I've gone back and forth so many times on having sponsors and, you know, I mean, I kept coming like, okay, could we get a little money to cover certain things? But in the end, it's like, you know, then we're beholden to certain things and we're, mm-hmm. you know, this has been the one outlet, like I mentioned, you know, when we started tonight, 
I've always kind of had this box I had to be inside of, you know, don't, you can't say that you can't do that. You can't do that. And also I wouldn't want to be that and do that and do that. Like, you know, um, I don't know. So I think I always felt like this was my place to just be me without anyone telling me what to do. Like I wrestled with, should I curse when we first started the podcast? And um, I mean, I've got a mouth like a sailor. I just do the end. It's just is what it is. But also like the older I get, the more, and, and as society furthers itself and women are, have a, have more of a voice in general in all walks of life, you hear more and more women saying, I have earned my expletives. When you are someone who has been silenced most of your life, I, and I feel that so deeply. I'm almost 50 years old and I feel it so deeply. I have earned the right to say fuck. It is just a word, but I've earned that. And I've earned to, to, I've earned the place where I get to say it. And I don't have to worry that I'm going to lose my job or, or get in trouble or whatever, you know? So I don't want sponsors telling us what we can and can't talk about. You know, we can't talk about poop yeah. or we can't say fuck or, you know, it's, which is all just, it's all yeah. just human and it's all just, it. we're just people. It just is what it is, you know? Like, there's a book for kids. Everybody poops, you know? I mean, it's... There is that book. That and is- they do. And they do. And it's okay. And what's the big yeah. fucking deal? Is anyone yeah. going to stop listening to the show because I say the word poop? Is anyone not going to buy a, a, a something because someone says, no, like, get over it all. Just get yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I feel and- you. No, totally. And that's, that's something it's interesting that you brought up like the sponsors stuff. And that, that was one thing that we were, uh, a little hesitant on. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but, Very hesitant. you know, we, we weren't approaching anybody and we didn't want to approach anybody. We just wanted to, to, to build everything up and then hear you know, two major companies that really wanted to be our sponsor and wanted to be a part of us and back us up, you know, Bovida Inc. Uh, I'm sure all of us are familiar with Bovida. Yeah. And, and Yeah, she has a little Bovida in, in her little tin that she's smoking. I did. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. I did. I saw it. I saw it. I'll be peeping, bro. I see it. So all I, I use. Bovida is all I I've use. I've got them in everything. Bovida. They're, Bovida. Everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere in everything. It's everywhere. Is that a cigar? <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. Yeah. no. It's I am. Yeah, not. I don't smoke change? cigars. I'm completely okay. out of it is, cigar. It is. I do, it every is. once in a no while. Idea. If I'm smoking a cigar I don't particularly love, or if I just need change of flavor, like these little guys, I just every once in a while I have a soft spot for them. I don't know why. Okay, to each his own. We're not going to yuck your yum, but yeah, it's 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 it, Bovida is the two way humidification it's it's a it's the pack that's going to make your cigars oh okay enough it just make your cigars smoke the way that they need to smoke yeah. yes they're not gonna yeah. dry out they're but they're also in different um you know industries you have the cigar industry you have the cannabis industry you have the music industry you can use the bovida pack for your household needs use salads Mm-hmm. Brown, brown sugar, sugar. Mm-hmm. all this stuff for dry, dry fruits and all that. So fun all stuff. this stuff, but you know, in room one hundred and one brand, you know, and this is you know two major companies that approach us, and I'm like, listen, we're gonna say the things that we're gonna say. <laughs> we're not gonna stop, and we are going to talk 
about you in a very natural way. We're not going to do commercial shit. I'm sorry. We're going to explain to our community how you, what, who you guys are, what you guys are, how you can, what they can do, how they can get you guys, what we're going to guide people the way that we need to guide people to get to you as well. You have events, you have this and this. So oh, straight from the get go, that's, we, we had to, we had to stop, you know, we, we, we declined many people from sponsoring the show because of that, because they're going to have their hands on certain things. And we, we can't have that because then yeah. it's like, you're selling yourself out. Like, what the fuck are we doing exactly. it for? Not only that, we also mm-hmm. had to decline a lot of people as well, because obviously we had discussed in the past and like me and Erica always discuss like, Hey, if we're going to make a decision, we both have to agree that we believe in what we are going to do, right? So mm-hmm. if we're going to have a sponsor, we're going to believe in that sponsor. We're going to trust that sponsor because I'm not going to talk about something that I don't believe in. I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk about something that I don't what like. What if you don't smoke I it? Don't, right. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. I don't. I'm not going to take your money. Correct. I'm not going to do that. And then I'm not going to take advantage. Yeah. Let me let me be honest with you, too. When, when, when I speak, I am a very... Um, very truthful person. My emotions comes out and you're going to see it. Like you're going to hear it. You're going to see it. I cannot lie. So if I don't like your shit, I'm sorry. I feel you. I'm fucking I feel you. like your shit and it's going to fucking be said. So- I feel the passion. I feel the passion, Amy, come out of your voice. <laughs> so that's another thing that we asked, we actually discussed. So, you know, um, we we love who who spot. We love the people that we have yeah. behind us and who who we support. So yeah, that's 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 how we ended up with the people that we work with. Well, awesome. I yeah. am a I'm a big fan, as you know. And um, one thing people, our listeners, should also know is Ed mentioned this early on in the show that they're uh, he's outnumbered tonight by the Northeasterners, <laughs> and uh, so. Erica and Amy are currently in New Jersey. Yes, Matt, we are. Matt is from New Jersey. I am a New Yorker slash Bostonian. So you are absolutely outnumbered. And on that note. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. And on that note. <laughs> oh, shit. had a lot of wild days i don't remember them love it (laughs) all right so we have to get something out of the way so let me i just i just need to get this out of the way so i've actually prepared a slideshow for you all okay so there's an important an important discussion here that we have to have so if you will permit me, I'm going to uh, start the slideshow and I'm going to open up this discussion. But first, I have to get through some facts and some points. Okay. okay. So, all right. Okay. So here we go. Hang on a second. <laughs> this, this, is, this is harder to do than it Spotify seems. Spotify people, we will try to describe the slides as best as possible. Oh, yes. yes. Of course. Yes. Okay. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ed has been dreading this for so oh long. That, yeah, pull that cardboard come up, Ed. Okay. So uh, Eddie, you might want to pour yourself another big old dram. So for those of you that oh cannot goodness. see, and I oh highly recommend listeners, uh, you d- definitely want to watch this on YouTube if you can. But so the title of my presentation is Pizza with Professor Sailor. And there's a subtitle that says, My title may be a lie. And okay, so sit back, relax, have a drink, and here we go. All right. Most people believe. Pizza history begins in Naples, Italy, as if the Napolitanos cooked up the idea out of thin air. But guess what, friends? Neapolitan pizza for lunch today. It was beautiful. Jesus, here we go. (laughs) All right, friends. Sailor is go. Professor Sailor, sorry, is going to straighten you out. Professor, actually, flatbreads date back to Neolithic times. That's two thousand twelve thousand years ago. Civilizations throughout the Mediterranean developed their own versions. In fact, there is evidence that the ancient Greeks brought placus, their flat and round cheese pie, to southern Italy when they colonized the coastal areas between the 8th and 5th centuries. Pita, which means pie in modern Greek, refers to a leavened bread that might be the forerunner to pizza. Both the word and the food. Come on, we're the Greeks. (laughs) But wait a minute, motherfucker. (laughs) let's talk about the italian version before mr larusso has a fucking coronary oh okay God. in 1830 antica pizzeria port alba was opened in naples most historians consider this to be the world's first pizzeria it became a meeting place for artists students and others with little money. So in most cases, the pizza was simple. And guess what? That pizzeria is still in business today. That's crazy. Wow. I made this, this little uh, representation for you. I didn't make it. All right. Now, what the <laughs> hell does this... Say, damn. <laughs> I did like, How long did that take you? I told you this title <laughs> might be a lie. So... <laughs> What the hell does this have to do with anything? Just stick with me for a minute, guys. The first official pizzeria in America was in New York City. Legend says Gennaro Lombardi opened the doors of Lombardi's in 1905 to considerable local success. But it seems that another man, Filippo Malone, who emigrated to the U.S. in the 1890s, probably started the first six pizzerias including the one lombardi took over so whoever opened it first doesn't matter right now what does matter is that we know that american pizza began in new york city in the 1800s right so over the years the presence of pizza crept across the east coast to new jersey connecticut and massachusetts are you still with me people yes okay Now, let's head over to the Windy City, where the fine folks of Chicago have been gor- <laughs> have been no, gorging themselves Chicago people. <laughs> on, on casseroles in a crust for some time now. According... 
I wish I oh my gosh. I wish people could Taylor, be seen this for those the slideshow, dude. I know. Like, for our listeners, epic. like the, the slideshow, the one woman, the, when she said Windy City, there was one woman with an umbrella, and the umbrella Broken was just umbrella. fucked. It's just like, now here are these four women. One is like photo bombing in the back. It's just like, oh my God, what is going on? This it's one is the wind. Like, it's like they're about oh my to God. Take, I don't know. Go ahead, okay. continue. Sorry. Okay. So, all right. Let me repeat my last paragraph. Let's now head over to the Windy City where the fine folks of Chicago have been gorging themselves on casseroles and a crust for some time now. But according to Tim Sam, who is Chicago's official cultural... I told you, cultural historian, there is not enough documentation to determine with certainty who actually invented Chicago-style deep-dish pizza. They don't know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. don't know. They don't know. It oh is often God. reported that Chicago-style deep-dish pizza was invented at Pizzeria Uno in Chicago in 1943 by Uno's founder, Ike Sewell. I used to work at Pizzeria Uno. Uno. Fuck that place. Wait, Uno. <laughs> anyway. Uno's anyway. like yes. the Uno's? Yes. That's like yes. like the franchise? Yes. Wow. Okay. okay. So, Continue. however, Sorry. an article from the Chicago Daily News asserts that the... <laughs> That Uno's original pizza chef Rudy Malnati developed the recipe. <clears throat> Even still, Michelle Moore from the Chicago, Chicago Tribune reports that another dude named Savardio Rosati, it's his descendants that say no, no, no. The menu from today's Rosati's Authentic Chicago Pizza was the original. That one opened in 1926. So what is my point? This is pizza. <laughs> this is pizza. No deep dish. This no. is pizza. No deep dish. Yo, that's pizza right there. This is not pizza. Sailor, there's no deep dish. This is not pizza. I know. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? It's damn delicious, is what it is. All right, Ed, two minutes for the ball. Yo. Yo. Okay, so no. my point, my my entire point about this is. We have been waiting to have this pizza debate for a very long time. And we okay. finally came to that moment, right? So <laughs> I prefaced our discussion about, New I'm crying and laughing so hard, about New Jersey in a very specific way. And I decided to start that with pizza. But there are some other things that are just oh so New Jersey. According to several U.S. polls, Jerseyites curse more than any other state in the United States. Holy fuck, that's saying a lot. I'm a New Yorker and a Bostonian, and you guys got me beat. Yeah. Oh, you guys, yeah. You love right. your boardwalks. You got a lot yeah. of them. You got more boardwalks than anywhere else in the country. Also, supposedly, you all love fucking Bruce Springsteen. Like, all of you. All of you. Stop that. I hate it. And you don't... <laughs> You all don't seem to want to believe that there's, in fact, such a thing as central Jersey. You know, something more than just north and south. Okay? 
Now, a quiz. Here we go. Get ready. There are prizes to win. Okay. Prizes. I'm winning it tomorrow. All right. All right. All right. For my Jersey people, what are disco fries? Gravy on top of fries. Yeah. Yeah. Gravy and cheese, right? Gravy and cheese. Gravy and cheese. Isn't that poutine? Two fucking shay from the Midwest. We're all of you guys, we're gonna go to Top's Diner in in Newark. Yeah, and we're gonna go there and you're gonna have the disco disco fries and then we're gonna talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It is in fact poutine though. But moving along. (laughs) What is a Benny? A Benny? A Benny. Benny? Uh, a Benny? None of you guys know what a Benny is? No. Matt? What? So like, is uh, that short for beignet? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's a I great was, guess, I always, Ed. I always said Benny is short for ex-Benedict, but it could be wrong. No, it's a fucking tourist. It's a tourist that goes oh, to the I've shore. I've never fucking heard that in my life. I've never, never heard of that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I well, just looked that. I was like, Betty, oh, it's on the short. What? I, I thought don't know. those were Staten Islanders. Okay. No. Oh, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Hold on there. All right. Long Islanders. Okay, sorry. Someone explain <laughs> this word. 20 regular cash. That's that's a gas? Yeah, 20 yeah. regular like, gas. We don't pump our own gas. We yeah, because we don't pump, we don't pump our, our gas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pump our own gas. I was gonna say these motherfuckers own. still can't pump their own goddamn gas. It's yeah, illegal. motherfucker, and I love that shit. It's illegal. Let me tell you, motherfucker. It's illegal what? to no, pump our own gas. Not only that, but if you try to do that, they will give you the dirtiest fucking look ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know so, what, how lovely it is when it's hot as fuck like it is right now, or cold. and you don't get no, you don't have to get out of your car. Yeah, and you wait in line for twenty minutes and waste half your goddamn day but anyway no. so 20 no, regular 20 minutes yes every There's time i go to jersey every time but anyway Listen, 20 like regular wow. cash I haven't is one word seen. in jersey one word 20 regular cash it's all together one word yep. that's what you say when you roll down your window to the gas station attendant yep uh, well i yeah. say plus but it's okay oh. <laughs> fancy I've, fancy fancy hey. i haven't seen full service gas since like the 70s when i was like <laughs> A toddler. Come to Jersey oh, every day, same. bro. You gotta go to Jersey. You know, when you have the guy with like the change making thing to make the change. They're not that old. Is that but pumping your not like not pumping your own gas is a bad thing? Nobody does that shit any like but but they but but it's not a choice. You're preventing. No, I go to Wawa and they they pump it within five minutes. But it doesn't just matter. The, the idea you don't of have having the choice. to wait for someone to do it. Exactly. Just, you don't have the anxiety. choice. Just yeah. Wawa about has it. one person working every pump. So it's you know. it's yeah. right. It's yeah. there's so many people working the pumps. It yeah. depends on where you're going. Like what okay. if you're in a rush? Are you really in a rush? All right, bro. Be mad at me. I like being spoiled. I'm sorry. So here's the question: Is tipping expected? No. 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 no, no, no. Okay. No. Some people All right. do. Moving along to the last one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to put my New Yorker hat on right now. Okay. Go Queen's Astoria. What, what? Uh-oh. Matt. 
Jerseyites love to make fun of the folks from Staten Island. And what's fucking <laughs> funny about that, what's hilarious about that, is that Jersey are the southern cousins <laughs> that we make fun of in New York. So you guys okay. making fun of Staten Island, you pick this tiny little island with like five people on it. Most of all <laughs> cops, so fair enough. And you make fun of that, right? Never. And we make fun of you no. guys. Oh, you're from Jersey? Never. <sighs> okay. I had a dozen friends from Staten Island. I never once. I oh, you are that. an anomaly. Okay. I've will... got one. Go ahead, Ed. Before I've I got one that I go actually ahead. learned about. It was a Jersey thing. I never heard of it before. <laughs> okay. Pork roll. Ah, oh, well, God. Taylor Ham. Pork roll. Not pork roll. Taylor Ham. It's Taylor, Taylor Ham. Taylor Ham. South Taylor Jersey. Taylor Ham. Taylor Ham, egg and cheese on a fucking Okay, I heard it called pork Salt, pepper, ketchup. Come on. Yes. What? Yes. Disgusting. Yes. No. Taylor, Taylor, listen, when you come up here, you're going to, you're, you're going to understand it. You have a real, you have a real I came from there. I understand it all. The, the garbage, the, the garbage food I don't do anyway. But you guys have weird food shit, like super weird food shit that almost makes you guys like think you live in the middle of the country. And it, I think y'all are confused sometimes. Like where your fries, your disco fries. It's, like like Ed said, it's fucking poutine. You just want to call it poutine. It's not weirder than Chicago style pizza. I mean, come That's on. That's true. That's true. Fair. <laughs> this is a big debate. I mean, you could okay. say, okay, a modern, um, a mod the modern way would be like fucking Korean infused tacos. Like it would be like, it's like infused. Like, what are you fucking talking about? And I love food, but New Jersey has just, it's old roots. Like it's so traditional where now I think everybody is like moving forward and there's so many different things happening. That's, it's disco fries. Like, if no, you go to Delaware, it hits like, your soul, no. bro. Stop it, Sailor. You just haven't had the right ones, I guess. So, stop okay. Going back, right. the, going back right. to the, the Staten Island thing. Go ahead. We're going to pause guys. on this discussion for just a moment for something very important. Go for it. <laughs> Wall Street came in, girls talk about the social lives. The made a lipstick, plastic, and play. So to see when they rise. All you like, all you like, all you ask, when's your daddy gonna talk to you? <laughs> I got a few things to say about that guy. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Hold your horses, everyone. Yeah. Now, enough of the shit about Jersey. Let's talk about music, okay? Now, all there's right. one or two well-known bands that hail from New Jersey, of course. Mm -hmm. And one of them released their first album the year I was born. It was titled Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. I'm sure you've heard of it. From a little band and his front man, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You fuckers actually think I'm going to do a show on fucking Bruce Springsteen? Get the fuck out of here. 
You, you know how I feel about him. I don't like him at all. Yeah. Was it a stony pony? Anyway, anyway, what we're really going to talk about is the other Jersey band that y'all love to love to love. And that's freaking Bon Jovi. Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, y'all walking. <laughs> Was when if in Asbury Park was it at the Stone Pony? <laughs> Stone Pony back like there back then. If you all oh, really yeah. think I'm gonna do a show on was Bruce it? Springsteen, no. <laughs> oh man! I used to do a lot of shows at the Stone Pony. <laughs> All right, it's karaoke time. <laughs> Matt's like, fuck this. Uh, Matt's I like, I can't fuck stand the guy. This. <laughs> favorite clips of what we did our overrated episode of course we talked about Bruce Springsteen we just lost all our listeners who are Bruce Springsteen fans. <laughs> when you talked about when you talked about like how he has his wife in the band and you're like yes. no she plays the fucking tambourine like who plays the tambourine <laughs> oh my God. and you got so in depth with it too you're like you gotta do something other than just smack it on your fucking hip <laughs> Shit, man, that's for yeah. real. When you're the wife, you better oh. step that shit up. You better be, I don't even know who, so better than a triangle player. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get serious, you guys. We're really here to talk about Bon Jovi, who formed in 1983 in Sayerville, New Jersey. Their first album was self titled. It debuted January 21st of 1984. The breakout hit single was runaway the second album 7800 degrees fahrenheit <laughs> dumb name <laughs> really dumb the, name wasn't there like a band named that like Who a, the fuck knows? a boy band no I that's 79 know. degrees or 80 whatever anyway whoever sorry. whoever okay. degrees it's stupid anyway. 98, 98 degrees <laughs> 98 that was it sure that's a lot cooler <laughs> i'm sorry that's way cooler <laughs> get it huh <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I'm sorry, Ed, I <laughs> oh, I'm training you well. Never happened before. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm proud of you, sailor. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you very much. Um, okay, so stupid Fahrenheit came out in March of 1985, and uh, its success was mild. In and out of love was the hit-ish from that album. Apparently, they hate this album so much that they rarely ever play any of the songs from it in shows. But then, drum roll please, August 18th of 1986, unless you're from another fucking planet, you know that Slippery When Wet was released, their breakout smash hit album. So this album has been called 
the album that turned heavy metal into radio-friendly pop format. Thanks a lot, fuckers. And is also commonly seen as a breakthrough for hair metal. Again, fuck you. Slippery When Wet was an instant commercial success, spending eight weeks number one on the U.S. Billboard charts and was named by Billboard as the top-selling album of 1987. So after that came the album New Jersey, 1988 with a massive hit bad medicine which honestly could have been from motley crew or great white or whoever the hell else was releasing music at that time it was a huge success and honestly i couldn't give a shit what about anything else they've ever done to be honest with you yeah you could you could stop right there (laughs) when i hear the song bad medicine honestly when i was doing my research i was like Bad medicine? I thought that was Motley Crue. I thought that was somebody else. Oh, man. Coming into those skis again. Oh, yeah. That song sucks, but that's just catchy my as hell, though. <clears throat> catchy is just not an indication of something that's good. You can catch a disease. You can catch syphilis. Yeah, your love is a social disease. <laughs> yeah. All right, alrighty then. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. We're here for it all. Don Jovi. <laughs> yeah. No. My favorite stories ever from Bon Jovi is. And I have a very bizarre, like, however many degrees of separation to this guy, because he married a Greek girl who was best friends with one of my aunt's best friends. It was a Long Island thing. But anyway, um, apparently Bon Jovi's mother came to, I don't know if it was his first show or like one of his early shows. And it was so, she thought it was so bad that she left out of embarrassment. (laughs) And I think about that all the time, and I'm like, damn, dude, your mom walked out because she was so embarrassed of you. But he, he he persevered, and look who he is now. So I guess go screw mom? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what is <laughs> he? My wife is a huge fan. I list, She's Bon Jovi is uh, in heavy rotation on her playlists. So Sorry about that. Not a band I love. Maybe, maybe this is this is somebody that I mean we can think about it right now. Like how many how many artists are taking advantage of what let's say Nirvana has been doing for a very long time, right? And you know here this all of a sudden all these artists are wearing dresses and you know Kurt wore that floral, floral dress back then. Maybe that's what he john was doing with all of he was that connection into the radio life that many of these other artists couldn't tune in they didn't sell out i i could be wrong but i mean that's kind of how i'm i'm thinking it's it's when i hear him it's like okay and oh he's from jersey and oh he lived there definitely sold (laughs) out 
for sure. And I think, I think one of the reasons they sold out was for lack of talent. That's just my opinion. Mm. I don't think they're well in the beginning. I mean, once you're rich and once you're rich and famous, you can get and afford whoever the fuck you want to teach you and give you tutelage. Right. But I don't think they were particularly talented. I mean, if you listen through to the whole runaway song, Oh boy, there's some gems at like the middle last section of that song. And John was not a, a talented vocalist, I can tell you. Um, <clears throat> I think that, you know, I mean, look, kudos to you for being one of the most famous rock bands in history, for sure. Um, I just feel like, I wonder sometimes, what is the culture of jersey musicians and bands what actually is the sound and the culture because it's either or it's <laughs> see what now <laughs> that's my best bruce what now i think it, it goes back to i think what erica said before about the traditional roots is that and I think Bon Jovi got this later on in his career when he started singing for, you know, he wasn't. I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you know, their earlier stuff was a little bit more dangerous and risque, and now their newer stuff is more for like the single suburban housewife who drinks rosé by the pool sort of thing. So I think it was I always. For, I think it was always for that woman. Well, I mean, like, like bon really, like now, yeah. Bon Jovi is the sting of New Jersey. No Think about that for way. a second. No fucking no, no. way. I mean, How no, dare when, you? No, I mean, How not dare talent you? level. I'm just talking about not he any... started out with no. the band Bon Jovi no. early years. Then he went on to the solo career and changed his sound. He was on a solo career? He had a solo career? Oh, yeah. I thought he was just always Bon Jovi. No, no he's John did. Bon Jovi. No, but he had the same band throughout. Same the band. Time. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's the same shit. Same shit. Yeah, but he's no, the, he's not anywhere as near talented as Sting. I'm happy. You're su- you, I'm, I'm happy not you're suggesting that he is. I'm just saying it's a similar type of trajectory. That path that he took musically. Well, I agree with you in one aspect about that, Ed. Is that, and that, maybe this is what you're trying to prove with that, is that his audience grew after he sort of changed his direction. Yeah, Musically. he grew and, like, yeah. and then his audience yeah. changed. His audience changed as well yeah. too. But he kept all of his original. Sting fans. did not become radio friendly. I hate to tell you, like none of the albums that he did after the police were like, yeah, people are going to want to buy this and play this on the radio. Like, I mean, he continued to create new genres of music over and over and over again as being the leader. But he never sold out and went, "I'm going to play radio friendly music." At all, not even no, close. But the popularity was still there. I think that's what Ed's talking about. Is that the popularity yeah, but, grew? Yeah, but you can't. You yeah. this is like saying macaroni and cheese and pizza are the same food because they're both super popular. I mean, they have nothing to yeah. do with each other, except they have cheese. But they have I think nothing you missed to my do with point, each other. But, but that's fine. We'll, we'll move you, on. So, but you think about like, okay, what did what did P Diddy do, right in the rap game? Right. It's like that one that one like what Biggie did. 
right? Those are those, or Mace, and just kind of like, okay, you, you heard hip-hop, and then kind of this this connection into the radio world and where people can vibe Run DMC you. did that long before fucking right. Feed Diddy. Right, they did. Long but, before. But what what did he do? He he did something different or whatever he did, I don't know, but it got more out of it during the culture time. Whatever that culture was, they fed off of it and he he ran with it. Well, so he, yeah, is, he fed off of it, but oh, he didn't absolutely. create anything. I mean, no. Run DMC, they're, he's the, they're the founders of American hip hop, oh, right? A- absolutely. <clears throat> and, and, but the thing is, is maybe John Bon Jovi did the same thing. Okay. Or it's, whoever it's, he was, that's what it's like. He kind of took it, like it and ran with it. I mean, I think he fucking sold his soul, but like, that's what exactly is. what I yeah. think. I think it he was copying a style and you can hear it from yeah. the first album yeah. to the next, to the next. And then, you know, when they, they changed producers when they went to slippery when wet and then after bad met, and it was like, well, you know, play whatever is going to make us famous and go on, get on the radio. But right. and I'm happy you stopped the timeline at 1988. Cause for me, that's where it ends. Basically, it ended them. before 1988 for well, me, but I mean, dude, you know. Slippery, I mean, Slippery When Wet's a great album. I mean, that's just me. Yeah, Bad Medicine sucks. That's not on Slippery When Wet. No. Bad Medicine, the album, or sorry, Jersey. Yeah. I always call it Bad Medicine. Jersey, the album, I think. But then sucks. after that, and we talked about this before, he started <laughs> to experiment with that sort of country traditional yeah, get, twang, yeah. like Poison did. Lost Highway. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Well, somebody likes it. It's a lot of somebody likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rose, and continues to like drinkers. it. Yeah. Yeah, your rose drinkers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And he has his own rose now, by the way, too. So. Does he? Go figure. Yes. What's the brand? <sighs> it's called. It, it, it's. I, I don't know the origin of the name. Called Rose. It's. <laughs> it's called diving into Hampton Waters. Swear <laughs> <laughs> to God. Yes. Wait, we gotta look Wait, this are up. Are you serious? Gotta go yes. <laughs> up the pike. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> it is sense. called Hampton Water Rose. Diving into Hampton, Hampton Water Rose. I thought you were what? making a joke. No. Hampton Water no, Rose. I've been in retail for 15 years, I know. Every time a celebrity releases Wait, something. Wait, he oh. says it's from France. Well, it's France, but he backs. That's his of but his, his yeah. uh, daughter's Hampton name Water. is Stephanie Rose. Hampton yeah. Water Rose. What a what? weird name. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so wow. apparently they're okay. Get ready for this. This is the I love marketing language. Oh my god, Walker John Bon Jovi and his son Jesse Bon Jovi are ta- sorry. It's Jesse Jesse Bon Jovi are taking the wine world by storm with Hampton Water Rosé, a complete blend of Grenache, Sinsalt, and whatever the fuck grapes. Get the fuck out of here. They're not taking the wine world by storm with their rosé. Wow. They're taking really. They're taking the wine world by storm. You'd be surprised how popular that is, though. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you're taking okay. the wine world by storm, though. No. When the, I, rose, the rose world, yes, but not the, not the entire world. Dive into world. the world's, the world's best rose, you guys. The no, world. Bullshit. No. Because their no. experience in wine is so vast and so deep. 
in their understanding of terroir and where they come from in the south of France. Because Bon Jovi <laughs> is a thing. Like, get the fuck out of here. Bon Jovi. It's like what? taking in the sorbet sunsets of Long Island Sound, except oh, with a crystal oh. glass of wine no. that manages to light. What sorbet sunsets are on Long Island Sound? I come from that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> sorbet it gets Wait. better. Wait, it gets Go better. Ahead. The okay. rosé splashes your throat. Who writes this shit? Cooling you down. With Sounds crisp like the cigar industry. <laughs> splashes your throat? Is this, Are we ready yeah. for fucking Ron Jeremy right now? Splashes <laughs> your throat? You can, he, I mean, did he, he wrote Deep Throat, right? No. Who wrote, wrote Deep it? Throat? Who didn't write it? He was in No it? idea. Was he, he was, right? No, Jeremy came after Deep Throat. Right, right? A- after Deep Throat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, whoever they were. <laughs> Splashing your throat with the finest rosé in the world. Oh, boy. <laughs> the story, like, listen, this brand story let, let me just distill this down for you. Pun absolutely fucking intended. So uh, I'm a young kid that grew up with privilege and wealth and don't know what the fuck to do with myself. So I went to my dad. Hey, what's a good idea? Well, everybody likes wine. Let's make wine. Cool. Hey, my roommate happens to know something about wine. Cool. Let's bring him in, too, because we have fucking money. Who cares what we know? We don't have no shit. Hey, millennials will buy anything that sounds cool. Awesome. You're a rock star. I'm your son. We're going to make this work. Boom. Here we go. I just got the whole article. That's pretty much it. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Thank you for summarizing everything. You're welcome. (laughs) And uh, Mr. Uh, Jesse Bongiovi, you can send my check to uh, Stewart, Florida. Thanks. I just maybe it's the the Hampton Waters the it kind of it, sounds like not, white privilege probably I don't know a lot it's just it's just like what, what Hampton Waters by the way well, he's fucking from Jersey and he's talking about Hampton Waters like, that's Hampton Waters man. right like, yeah. make it's up like your mind really weird yeah it's really weird I yeah. want to know what water you have in the Hamptons on your compound Hamptons that has no, there's no waters, nice water you're on an island. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't drink the water. Should be it's like diving into Ramapo River waters, man. Come on. <laughs> Walmart's water is better than yeah. Ham- Hampton yeah. waters. Otherwise yeah. known as ocean water. Is it maybe they're utilizing that the name or of bog you know, water. Hamptons? Because, you know, as soon well, as you hear Hamptons, it's exactly. just no. Uh, just call it Montauk. Well, I mean <laughs> Yeah. They don't, I mean, obviously they didn't want to associate themselves with the Jersey Shore. I guess no. not. They didn't call it Wildwood Water, of course. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I, but I love that they're taking the wine world by storm. That's really exciting to hear. Let me, let I, me tell you, that sounds so much like the, the, the articles and the descriptions in the cigar world. It is insane. Yeah, insane. They exaggerate everything. Oh, everyone does that. 
It's everyone. just everybody. so ridiculous. I mean, are you kidding me? Whiskey, they make up the most insane, bizarre. I mean, it's happening less and less. I'm happy to say that it's good. It's gotten so much better, but the the good. convoluted bullshit stories. Like, I'm sorry, but the Pappy Van Winkle bullshit is so ridiculous. Like, it it is only it only works on people that are new to whiskey yeah. because at this point it's like I'm sorry you've been finding orphan barrels for 25 years oh sure that okay <laughs> that you're satisfying the entire world with alrighty then okay you'd be a surprise at how many nooks and crannies are in <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Look, Harv, I found another one. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Those barrels, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. And then who has the story, Matt, where um, there was a barrel. This is my favorite. There was a barrel. There was a barn fire, and there happened to be a barrel sitting in a barn, and only the inside of it got burnt. Yeah. The whole barn burnt down, but there's this oh, there's one barrel left that was burnt on the inside, not the outside. It's and a miracle. That's, that's how we started aging whiskey in charred barrels. Like, what? what in the absolute the fuck? fuck are you talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> this is true. Who is Who says this, Matt? I, I've heard that, but I can't remember who it is. Was it Evan Williams, Ezra Probably. Noah? It's not Evan Williams. Uh, oh my god! Right, it'll come to me. Ezra, I don't know. Maybe so, it's somebody with an E. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh so when you learn, or if you might already know, because it, I mean, it's not like it's the secret why barrels were burnt because is how you cleaned it. First of all, when you're shipping mm. shit to and from over the yeah. ocean, right? And but. I love how just the inside of the barrel got burnt, and and it was you know what it was like the eighteen hundreds, like what we weren't charring barrel? barrels before the eighteen hundreds. Okay, <laughs> yeah, barrel. the one barrel, the one the barrel, the, the immaculate barrel, yeah. the immaculate barrel, <laughs> miracle, the immaculate <laughs> barrel, the orphan barrel. Yeah. Oh boy. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's Amy my sipping rant. Out, sipping on her Hampton rosé back there. Yes. The Hampton Waters. Oh, yeah, the Hampton's water. No. Those Hampton Waters, they're the best that France has to offer. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, there's a better one. Hold on. Oh, Bed of, of roses? <laughs> Bed of roses. Question mark? John Bon Jovi is releasing his own wine. Wait, how does that song go? I want to lay you oh down on a bed of rosés. Oh <laughs> That'd be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yo, I haven't laughed this hard in so long. <laughs> this is great. Like, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking awesome. <laughs> Oh, the song sucks already. Get, get on with it. Oh my god. Oh boy. You gotta this really is be like drunk on rose to get through this. No, this is like, are we gonna put 
like kids to sleep or something? What the fuck is this for? <laughs> it's the suburban rose drinking lullaby. <laughs> God, kill me already. This is terrible. Is that for Springsteen? <laughs> when was this, this release? Um, fuck if I know. Huh. 1992. That, oh, wow. that right. explains a lot. Yes. Here it comes. Oh, I mean, uh, no, it didn't. Okay, I can't get through it. <laughs> all right so i think we've shit all over bon jovi enough and celebrated new jersey and proper pizza enough um i guess before we leave though ed i guess we really should give you a rebuttal to the pizza issue <laughs> event incident whatever you want to call it do you it's have a, a Chicago rebuttal, thing. sir? That's all I can say. It's a Chicago thing. We don't put ketchup on our hot dogs. What? We eat Italian beef. It's a Chicago thing. What's Italian huh. beef? Cows from Italy? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm truly asking. I, you know, I don't eat meat. What's Italian beef? Italian beef. It's thin sliced roast beef. With Italian seasonings. So it's roast beef. Roast beef. I love how you guys think you I invented you every, that, yeah. everything. You paint that broad brush. Like, oh, yeah, it's fucking Italian beef. Yeah, it's Italian beef. Fuck? It's a Chicago yeah. thing. Like, yeah. you mean roast beef? Which, like, there are a lot of states yeah, founded some before fucking basil on it. It's people were in Chicago and they were eating roast beef forever. And, but it's <laughs> it was like one of my one of my trainers whatever last week he was he and a couple other people were visiting Chicago and they're like we want real real Chicago pizza I was like okay well where do you want to like where are you staying and so forth and I I frequent Chicago very often right so I'm like all right where are you staying and they were saying I was like okay well this there I gave him a couple places and um he's like oh okay well what was that you know deep dish and i was like no like you want real pizza like it was like a whole whole thing i'm just like no you want fucking real real you want something real like this is what it is it's like pizza like not deep dish if you want deep dish i can tell you where to go but you want the real stuff when where the mobsters used to go <laughs> Or if you want to venture out into the south side, I can fucking show you a couple places. But um, you gotta you not real shit. Wings. Yep. No, the secret <laughs> password. Secret New password. York. The secret password is great pizza, though. Great That's how you get the real pizza in Chicago. You get a wink at the. Why at are the you waiter. calling me, sailor? <laughs> I am. Yeah. Look. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, can I keep hear me shit on Chicago pizza twice <laughs> at one time. I guess. <laughs> That's great. Once, All right. Once with a delay. Like <sighs> poor Ed. All right. I think we've tortured you enough. Um 
Thank you so much, Eric and Amy, for being on the show with us. It was super fun. I had a yes, great time. You. My stomach hurts from laughing, and um, I still hate Bon Jovi and Chicago pizza, but that's okay because I love Ed and I love you guys. And uh, yeah, well, thank you for having us. No, we had so much fun. We had a blast, and to start off the week in this this way it's just like it's perfect it's so thank you guys thank you for having us we appreciate you guys so much and just keep keep rocking and rolling minus john Boncho <laughs> <laughs> and bruce springsteen yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the both of them tomorrow, like all day. <laughs> now you're not gonna okay. be able to hear Bruce Springsteen without hearing me do that. Yeah, I ruined it for myself. There were actually two you. songs of his that I really loved, only two ever, and I ruined them for myself by doing that. So I can't oh even God. listen to those anymore. So thank you. <laughs> Thank oh, you you're guys. so welcome. No, I really, I will <laughs> say wait. that I haven't laughed this hard in such a long time. <laughs> I absolutely loved spending time with the three of you guys. Like, it's been so much fun. <laughs> we love, love having you. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And yeah. Matt, get us the hell out of here. All right. So thanks for sticking around, listeners. We hope you enjoyed that discussion as much as we did. Uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram at Metal Rock Whiskey. We are on Twitter at Metal Whiskey. We have a super cool Facebook group, which I've been unfortunately slacking on a little bit lately. Uh, but that, uh, you know, you have to ask to join Metal Rock and Whiskey on Facebook. You can also find us individually, of course. You can find me on Instagram at The Whiskey Obsessor. That is Whiskey Save the E. Ed. No, it's me. Sailor. <laughs> you can find me as... <laughs> Sailor Guevara on Instagram or Sailor Cocktails. And you can also find me at www.sailorguevara.com for all kinds of goodies. Ed? And if you want to find me, just look on Instagram for at Bourbon Geek, where you can find uh, what I'm doing and maybe some really nice pictures of some delicious deep dish Chicago pizza. <laughs> and hey, listeners, hey. if you love us, or even just like us, please, we ask, hit that subscribe button, give us a review, give us a thumbs up, whatever you can do. It doesn't cost you money, so why not do it? And it helps us out. Uh, so please, tune in next time for another episode of Metal Rock and Whiskey. Bye. And on that note, I will say goodbye and, hmm, fuck you, rosé wine. Good night, everyone. <laughs>